Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is May 19th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. Uh, as for myself, doing good, feeling pretty good, yeah? Things are pretty much the same, not much has changed. Uh, we are currently chilling on a Friday night, yeah, yeah, really popping stuff, woohoo. Um, if I get distracted, I'm going to be honest with you, I, um, I have, a something going on in the background. I don't know. I like to like make this more complicated for myself while I do it. But tonight I have, um, someone live streaming, playing, um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And, uh, you know, I've, I'm the type of person now, now that I've become 30 years old, um, I'm 30 years, I'm 32. Oh my God. I'm already doing it. I'm really getting old. Okay. Um, where I love games still, like I, I love gaming. Um, so when a game comes out, like I'm interested, but I don't want to actually put in the time to play. So I do a lot of like watching walkthroughs. I do a lot of, um, like live streams of streamers playing a game and I'll just watch them play it. And I will spoil it for myself. I'll go, I'll read it, what happens, whatever. So, um, yeah, this is actually a weirdly nostalgic thing. I kind of realized that one of my first, like, big gaming experiences was, um, like, I'd had uh, Sega Genesis. And I was playing Sega Genesis. And um, moved into this new apartment complex. And my neighbors had an N64. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And um, the neighbor, um, who was like my age, um, he was like, yeah, like me and my, my mom and I, we play um, Zelda Ocarina of Time, play all these games. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. I wish I had one. So whenever I go over to their house, I would watch them play Legend of Zelda. And that was like my first time watching someone play. And I remember being so envious, but being like so in awe of the game. I thought it was so cool. And then I finally got N64, played it myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know what's going on here because I literally watched it done like a time or two. So that was like my first time watching some uh, a gamer play a video game and make content. And it's kind of funny. Um, I mean, granted, I'm sure everyone has experiences very similar to this, um, playing you know, with your brother or sister or what have you. So yeah, this just feels nostalgic for me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I know I got to talk about news and all this other bullshit, but, um, you know, it's good to have a little bit of other outside stimulation. I don't know. Uh, that being said, uh, this is, yeah, to any new viewers. Hi, this is a news podcast. I know I just spent like five minutes talking about my life and video games, but, um, no, we actually, you know, we talk about me and then we talk about the news. And my opinions on the news. So, yeah, try to get it right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's see. Any kind of food corner update? No, I've I've been snacking. I um, got the little uh, Frito twists, the honey twists. Uh, every once in a while I get a little uh, taste for those, and we have them at work. So I buy those. And I had some Cheetos, the little medley with some M&Ms. You know, got a little crazy. Put a Nas in there. I drink energy drinks like 
five days a week. It's bad. It's got, definitely going to be part of my downfall. That's for sure. But they do keep you up <laughs> in this fast-paced world. Uh, anyway, okay, enough about me. Uh, let me go ahead and take my break break, and then we can go ahead and get into some news. Do-do-do-do. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, from the Associated Press, $3 billion accounting error means the Pentagon can send more weapons to Ukraine. Um, okay, I, I hate to be like conspiracy Charlie, like right at the top, but this is this just seems so silly and so dumb that I'm like... There's just no way this wasn't intended. There's just no way that, like, like, come on. You fudge the numbers. Just say you're cooking the books. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is really just a goof-em-up that's, of course, going to work out. Whatever. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Pentagon has overestimated the value of the weapons it has sent to Ukraine by at least $3 billion. The accounting error could, uh, that could be a boon for the war effort because it will allow the defense department to send more weapons now without asking congress for more money so it's just like they get to just like hop skip a whole package that they were going to be sending i mean honestly we've sent 37 billion dollars worth of lethal aid uh to ukraine so far so what's another three billion honestly like i'm not like mad about that in any kind of way but it just seems so silly that it's just like, oh, yeah, no, we actually um, overvalued the weapons that we sent to you. And now that we've reevaluated that, we see that there's some air in the budget and we can, like, fill it with more missiles or whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, interesting shit, I guess. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's other Ukraine news I could have brought you today. But I was like, no, this is fucking odd. Um, but yeah, to date, the U.S. has provided Ukraine nearly $37 billion in mili military aid. Uh, they're calling it military. I miss lethal aid. Uh, Russia, uh, since Russia ha invaded in February of 2022. The bulk of that has been in weapon systems, millions of munitions and ammunition rounds, and an array of trucks, sensors, radars, and other equipment pulled from the Pentagon stockpiles and sent quickly to Ukraine. Um... So yeah, Congress has like been pushing the Pentagon to like really be on the numbers, be on the books, and I think that's what they're saying. Like prompted them to realize, like, oh shit, here we go. We found this, you know, little error. So uh, yeah, really making the most of it. Um, and I mean, yeah, this is a good thing. I you know, I I, I often worry because like I don't want to sound like, hey, like are you like anti-Ukraine or something? I say, I'm like, no, no, I'm I'm fine with it. It is what it is. Uh, I, Obviously, the decisions that Russia has made, Putin has made, like, are out of pocket as fuck. But it's just one of those things where it's just like, how do we not describe this as, like, you know, a proxy war, right? Like, it's just weird. It's it's weird to do any kind of other coverage. And then it's just like, well, now you just have Ukraine just propped up here, you know, and we're just, like, throwing them missiles and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, good luck. I don't know. Um... That's not what I wanted to make this episode about. We can say that for another time. Um, but yeah, little goof em up, little boon for U uh, Ukraine. 
Um, and yeah, we're still waiting on the Ukrainian, um, what is it called? The um, spring offensive. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be like a summer thing. I don't know. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. Is that a car alarm? That That's perfect. That is that is so organic. Um, <laughs> if you're hearing that, sorry. Um, let's see. From CBS News. Disney is pulling out of a $1 billion investment in Florida amid DeSantis feud. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I realize that I'm, like, ramming Florida news down your throat. I'm talking about DeSantis a lot. And you guys know how this is. Like, it's the news. Like, when it's hot, it's hot. And, I mean, sadly, wrong DeSantimonious is just the guy of the hour. Uh, will he or won't he? Um, it is looking like he is going to, um, you know, throw his hat officially into the campaign sometime in June, like upcoming weeks. But um, obviously he's still embroiled with his, um, you know, his culture war skirmish with Disney. And they're going back and forth. So this is like a new chapter here. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's read. Uh, the Walt Disney Company said it is pulling out of a roughly $1 billion investment in Florida, citing changing business conditions. The media and entertainment giant announced the move amid a year-long feud with the state's Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, after Disney publicly opposed his bill to limit instructions on sexual orientation and gender identity in public schools, also known as like the whole Don't Say Gay bill. Um, so initially they were going to have, um, like this, I think it's called the Lake Nona complex. And it was like supposed to be like several buildings and employ about 2000 Disney workers that would have been relocated from California to Florida. Um, now Bob Iker kind of was talking, I think on like this whole conference call, I want to say on like the 10th or whatever. And um, he kind of was angling this as like, hey, this is a tit for tat situation. If they don't want to make money with us, then we're not going to make money with them. And we don't want to like send people over. We're just going to not do it. And um, it, it was kind of now shifted as like, hey, like this is we're just going to say no. We're going to be pulling out of this project, which is a big deal. Um, it's it's definitely pulling out literal money jobs all that kind of shit out of florida they're saying no we're not going to do it and it might be a sign of things to come but i've heard just doing a little bit more digging and listening that bob Iger, disney was already trying to do cuts and also the people they were trying to send did not want to go from california imagine fucking imagine you're chilling in california you're living your mcdisney ass life you're chilling you're fine and now higher ups are telling you you got to go to fucking sweaty ass bombing ass florida fucking gator country where like there's just no rules <laughs> no i wouldn't want to go there either i'm sorry like i i think about that like the desire to go to florida like as a kid i was like oh yeah seems cool whatever yeah yeah disneyland or disney what there's some disney place there obviously there's one in california but um just growing up and thinking about it now i'm like no florida is too crazy no way so there was a lot of just animosity on this idea like they didn't really want to do it so it kind of just makes sense to kind of cut the project now um desantis kind of has fired back i want to see if i can find this in the article um let's see 
In a statement emailed to CBS Money Watch, DeSantis's office said that Disney had announced the possibility of the Lake Nor- Nona. I keep messing that up. The Lake Nona project almost two years ago. Nothing ever came of the project, and the state was unsure whether it would come to fruition. Uh, this was said by the spokesperson. Uh, given the, this is the shade they try to throw here. Given the company's financial straits, failing or falling market cap and declining stock price, it is unsurprising that they would restructure their business operations and cancel the unsuccessful ventures. Um, their stocks have gone up 7%. So they're just talking out of their ass when they make that statement. But, um, I'm not, I can't quite remember if I've covered this in the in-between, but since, um, the lawsuit from Disney over, you know, control, um, of Disney right now, over the whole Reedy Creek situation, uh, DeSantis, DeSantis has also filed a counter lawsuit. So that's another thing in the works. Um... So, yeah, I mean, things have kind of, you know, come to deeper loggerheads. I don't know. Um, I I don't think this is, like, a bigger deal outside of the money, to be honest. I don't know if Disney is actually going to just say, no, we're going to just move. But it is a possibility. They could go anywhere. I mean, literally, Disney has the money to take that kind of hit, and they would be successful anywhere they went. Like, I've heard talks of, like, saying, hey, we'll just go to, like, Georgia like whatever fine <laughs> it's, it's a lateral move wherever we choose to go um plus they're already set up in california they're set up a fucking across the world so um i think this was an interesting development wanted to talk about wanted to cover uh let's see here kind of moving along actually this is still florida news florida news part did um but it's from al jazeera i just picked this one i like you know i, I fucked with the al jazeera it's low-key my fave um dr deep sea U.S. man breaks record for time living underwater. Um, this is some fucking Bioshock shit when I really think about it. <laughs> um, a university professor in the United States broke a record for the longest time living underwater without depressurization this weekend at a Florida Keys Lodge for scuba divers. Joseph Dimitri... Uh, Joseph Dimitri's 74th day residing in Jules Undersea Lodge, situated at the bottom of a 9-meter or 30-foot uh, deep lagoon in Key Largo, wasn't much different than his previous days since he submerged on March the 1st. Um, he's eating a diet of eggs and salmon prepared in a microwave. Um, also of note... He has broken the record. I believe he, he, like, I think of as, like, writing this or whatever. It was, like, the 75th day or some shit. But he's going for 100 days because uh, he just wants a, like, solid-ass record. I think Bruce Cantrell and Jessica Fain uh, in 2014 initially set the record at the same place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, interesting story just because it's, like, a bone-crushing weight, like, of pressure, um, underwater pressure, whatever. And I just can't imagine chilling there, reading a book. Um, also this guy's a professor. So he's like literally like reaching out and, and like, you know, doing zoom calls or whatever with his, um, students and shit. So he's like doing like everyday shit while he's underwater. And then like, there's like pictures of like scuba divers coming down and like waving at him and like taking pictures and shit. 
Um, he seems like a really cool dude. Um, like I said, he's living his Andrew Ryan life. If you know, you know. Um, but yeah, nice and light story. Um, and then we got one more good banger to talk about. Um, and I'll let you go. But, you know, I'm going to do my uh, second break because this is how I roll. This is how we roll. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing that song. <laughs> oh, no. Last story we got comes from NPR. An historic step, strippers <coughs> at an L.A. bar unionize. This story fucking rocks, dude. Um, more than a year after taking to the picket line, <coughs> dancers at a topless bar, um, at a topless dive bar in Los Angeles, unanimously voted to unionize, making them the only group of organized strippers in the U.S., fucking round of a goddamn applause let's go okay uh the vote count 17 to 0 held on zoom by the national labor relations board on thursday means the strippers will join the actors equity association a union that represents more than 51,000 um actors and stage managers so this is fucking awesome um but I mean, it took a lot of work, um, over 15 months, uh, these 15 month battle. Um, and I mean, they were also just looking for like better wages. They wanted actual, like better security. Um, just especially given the situation, like they were saying like people could come in, just harass them, harangue them, whatever. They could like take pictures and video unconsented. And it's like, no, none of this is okay. And, like, the security we just have is not up to par. Like, we need something better. We need just more innovation, whatever. Um, and um, they just weren't giving it from the uh, management. So they said, yeah, we're going to fucking unionize. Um, but, yeah, the Star Garden dancers can now enter collective bargaining with management. Also, uh, the Star Guardian powers of be, whatever, they were like, oh, we, um, we're going to file for bankruptcy. And um, that's something that you can do potentially to, you know, cancel out a union, essentially just tank your own business, you know, scuttle the ashes, restart, whatever, and then you, you dodged it. Um, also, I think they were trying to say like certain people that were trying to be a part of the vote weren't necessarily a part of um, the staff. They were dubbed as what they called lessees. I'm like, I don't like that. I don't know if that's just like industry talk or whatever, but still, that doesn't feel right. That feels a little cringe. But um, they were trying to say like, oh, essentially their vote doesn't matter because they're not necessarily like on staff. Um, but all that shit was for naught. And um, the strippers at um, Star Garden, they won out. And we'd love to see it. We'd love to see a union fucking win. Also, I love covering a story like this because it goes to show that like just because you might be in some niche cottage core individual whatever thing it doesn't mean that you're 
your job doesn't matter, that you don't matter, that you guys as a group shouldn't be valued highly. Sorry, literally a boss just dropped. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, they back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But on that note, um, I'm going to let you go. Um, that's really all I have. Like I say, shout out to the strippers. Man, I love the strippers. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, I know it might feel like a lazy effort. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. You're just throwing the shit out here. I mean, kind of. But like, hey, if you like the vibe, you like the support. Jeez, we love it. We love to see it. Um, Patreon.com plus Isaiah News. Uh, you get access to bonus content. I do an episode once a week, so you get access to, like, the full range. Um, and I get even looser. Yeah, that's right, even looser. And, I mean, also, there's some, like, you know, some neat stories to maybe pick through, maybe some personal stories and things I might get into, whatever, you know, whatever. You can take it or leave it, whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. You also get a hot link to the Discord, though that is free. Just hit me up for that. Um, and then also you become a newsie. Get a shout-out once a month. And then you also, I'll shout out your project that you're on. You know, I'll give you some love. You know, I'll dap you up. Um, yeah, because that's, that's what my newsies get. I Nothing but the best. the Simply the best. I platform you. <laughs> um, okay. Three ways to hit me up, though. Facebook. Twitter. Um, you either find, you know, type in Isaiah News Stand, whatever. You'll find me. You can find me. You want to get parasocial? I'm, I'm, I'm in these digital streets, okay? Uh, let's see. Also, Gmail Isaiah News One at gmail.com. You can send me an email. I'm waiting for my first email. Actually, I'd like that. That feels so sleepless in Seattle. I like, I like the vibes of that. So send me an email. Say like, what's up? <laughs> I, I would dig it. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, you can find me. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bub. Um, no, that's it. Hopefully, I, I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.